0: Taz and Jim, there's Vance Joy with Riptide. He's an Aussie, isn't he? Yes, I believe so, yeah. Don't trust him. Whoa. I think Australia is quickly becoming the greatest threat to Canada on the globe. Oh, why are you making this accusation? I'm just noticing the signs here. Another kangaroo was on the loose this no. week in Ontario. Wow. Seems like a lot of kangaroos <laughs> bouncing around Ontario. Dying, probably. Yeah. Are they militarized yeah. kangies? There's a sniper who pops his head out of its <laughs> pouch, looking around. A little camera comes out of there. Bzz, <laughs> bzz, bzz. So remember the, like it was a month ago, a yeah. kangaroo was bouncing around in Oshawa, Ontario. It had escaped, and uh, people were running around trying to catch it. There was mm-hmm. videos popping up online of this Oshawa kangaroo. Eventually, they were able to, to track it down, and Animal Controller, whoever, got it back to the, the zoo that it escaped from. Same sort of situation near Sarnia, Ontario. Uh, post from the Lampton OPP, January 10th, Officers received a report of a kangaroo sighting on Douglas Line Wow! in a rural area. Uh, video sent to police showed a kangaroo standing on the roadway. <laughs> they put out an APB, Rue on the Loose, and it was seen uh, hopping around. They're assuming it was the same kangaroo, but 80 kilometers away. These things can travel. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they tracked this thing down. Um, It was rounded up quickly by staff members and safely returned to its home, Greenview Aviaries, where I'm assuming today they're working on building a taller fence. (laughs) Step one, guys. (laughs) Two kangaroos on the loose in the span of a month. I've never even seen one in Ontario. You love your conspiracies, Jim. I think this is... Too much of a coincidence oh, yeah. to let slide. Let's
1: get some cameras on some moose. Head Send them over yeah, to our state right.
0: and see what's going down. We got to get some moose and beavers mm-hmm. down under. We uh, we posted a story on our Facebook page yesterday. Jim, you thought uh, our listeners would find it interesting, but you're kind of surprised by the reaction in the comments section. What's the story, first off?
1: There was a house in Brampton that was sold a couple years ago, and it was during the peak... Bidding war and a guy paid or a family paid over 500,000 over asking price
0: like COVID, when everyone was going crazy buying houses Yeah, and everybody thought they were gonna miss out interest rates were
1: yeah rock bottom two years later somebody did some sh- Some uh, research on the MLS uh, website and, and we're trying to find out any big losses in the market They found this one in Brampton. It was sold two years later after this guy spent uh, 500,000 over asking price He sold it for a $640,000 loss. This guy on TikTok, his name is Jason G, sums it up pretty quickly here.
2: These people lost over
0: $640,000 in one year. This is insane, check this out. This house was originally listed for a dollars They paid almost half a million dollars more just to win this house. For whatever reason, they listed the house, maybe because the payments became so expensive, with no luck, and here's what they ended up selling it for. They just sold it for $1.7 million, guys. That is a $640,000 loss, not including realtor costs, property tax, land transfer tax, and everything else. This is a nightmare. A nightmare? I don't know if I'd ever sleep again if that happened to me. Man, It'd be tough. Yeah, and I mean, I don't
1: know if this is uh, what what this family or person's financial situation is. Was this their sole family home? Was it a rental property? Potentially, yeah, it had six bedrooms. Two. I don't know. It was a big house, and so <laughs> I post it. And I, I, I knew it was coming, but I am still a little surprised how... I just like misery loves company, you know? So here's the comments. They deserve it, says Jamie. People causing these bidding wars drove prices up for the middle class so no one can afford a reasonable home. I bet they're still rich. And then another guy, Dan, says, Good, I hope everyone loses their money on their homes. Thought they were cool outbidding <laughs> someone else for that house. Now they're stuck with it. I don't feel sorry. I paid 90000 for my house 10 years ago. Now it's worth
0: 380000 I think I won winner. Oh, good for you, Dan. Dan, I hope you lose a all your money too like so (laughs) he's he's bragging about how much money exactly he's saying he's saying i hope everyone loses their money but look at how much money i made on my house it's awesome
1: yeah and i understand there are a lot of people in the housing hunt who are extremely bitter and rightfully so rightfully so it is a mess out there well
0: someone just got a great house on a deal (laughs) on a house in Brampton. It's Taz and Jim. Devin Peacock, our sports guy, is here with us as well. I think I'm going to take a page from Giannis's book, star player for the Milwaukee Bucks, press conference the other day, and he called out basically everybody within the organization. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. Eh? That's why I
2: keep on saying, including myself, always. It starts from me. I'm the leader of the team. It always starts from me. We have to be better. We have to play better. We have to defend better. We have to trust one another better. We have to be coached better. Every single thing, everybody has to be better. Everybody. It starts from the equipment uh, manager. He has to wash our clothes better.
0: (laughs) The guy who brooms up the free throw thing, uh, he's going to be better. The broom guy needs to sweep a little harder. (laughs) But it's a good way to call it. He's calling out somebody. Somebody but just throwing everyone else in there. Like the laundry guy knows. He's like, it's not my fault. There's nothing right there. You guys, you know, I'm not going to change the way I, uh, I soak your, your clothes after the game, but uh, somebody within all those names knows that they're the person that's actually directed at, but they can't get mad because he literally (laughs) called out everybody in the building. It's, but it's,
1: it's the guy in the middle. It's a compliment sandwich. First he says, I have to take accountability. That's a wash. And then, and then he, it's it usually like the th-
0: second or third yeah. guy. So let's hear again who is okay, it. I'm not trying to throw anybody under the bus. Eh? That's why I keep on saying, including myself, always. It starts from me. I'm the leader of the team. It always starts from me. We have to be better. We have to play better. We have to defend better. We have to trust one another better. See, so he's talking to somebody there. So,
2: uh, the, the, he, so this is part of a seven-minute uh, chat he had with media, the real issue he seemed to have was their defending and their switches because they're not defending well and they're kind of leaving Brooks uh, Lopez out to dry. Mm. Hustle boys. So so it's the defense and it's the trust that he just mentioned right there. It's not the laundry. It's not
0: the laundry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know guys, I think uh, our radio show needs to be better and I I I I could I could do a better job. Uh you know, uh, Jim, you could work a hell of a lot harder, okay? <laughs> also the security guards downstairs, the uh, ladies at the Tim Hortons in the building could, could work harder and uh so could Devin Peacock. <laughs> I feel like
1: mine <laughs> was, was the most specific one. <laughs> mine was very specific and biting.
0: I want to thank all the listeners who have been reaching out to me. I, I mentioned in passing earlier in the week that I've set a goal for myself. I need to lose some weight mm-hmm. in 2024. Mm-hmm. And they're sending words of encouragement, saying, I'm in the same boat, or I was in the same boat. You can do it. It's really nice. Yeah, right on. Give you any tips? I, you know, I'm getting suggestions. I, you mentioned that I've been doing some walking. I've uh-huh. had some uh, fellow walkers say that's how they did it. They were able to lose... 20, 30 pounds just by walking and changing their diet, Mm -hmm. which is good news. (laughs) For sure. Doesn't (laughs) sound like that much uh, hard work. It's just uh, consistency. Somebody sent me this article. Uh, We were talking uh, Consumer Electronics Show, which is on in Vegas right now. This is where they have like the the latest technology unveiled to the masses. Mm -hmm. And apparently there is a... uh, a new set of workout. Pa- is it pants or shirts? Workout clothes that deliver electric shocks while you exercise. Oh, okay. maybe this is the key. <laughs> so, if your form is bad, <laughs> I don't know. Or you're running on the treadmill and you start slowing down yeah, and it yeah, starts. Give you a little jolt. A <laughs> little zap. Yow. Yo. Yikes. Pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. The brand is called We Stim. The shocks uh, are slight. You barely feel them. There's uh, silver stitched into the clothing that takes static electricity from your own movement and delivers a microcurrent into your muscles.
1: Interesting.
0: Oh, so this is like, you know, the uh, late night TV commercials for the thing you strap to your abs and it like shocks your abs yeah. while you're sitting on the couch. You wear it for 15 minutes and then they, they take it off and <laughs> the Dr. guy's Ho. got
1: eight, an 8-pack, eight like the most yeah. pure 8-pack. So
0: I think this is, it, it's supposed to stimulate your muscles as you exercise. It's not a motivator. Oh, I thought it was like a punishment or something. <laughs> yeah. Like a shock collar. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, I've heard, like, mus- muscle shock therapy, if it's injured, it, it could right. heal the muscle. But, I mean, how much power could the static
0: electricity possibly provide? So, yeah, this is an upgrade of that that old system. Mm. I wonder when they're going to revolutionize the shake weight, make a smart shake weight. <laughs> Nobody can look <laughs> smart with a shake weight. Do you ever feel like this is a simulation, gym And All the time. Whatever we talk about becomes a reality. Mm-hmm. Like we, We'll talk about something on the show and we'll joke around about something that we haven't even thought about in years, and then all of a sudden we'll see a news story two days later. Yeah, and, you're like manifesting it into reality. And it happened. Um, so we were discussing this, this door plug that flew off the Alaska Airlines plane on Tuesday's show. And this is how the conversation went. This was a clip that actually replayed on the radio station all through the day in our uh, Taz and Jim promo. And just listen to this, and then you're not going to believe what happened.
1: It was a brand new plane. It was two months old, like basically fresh off the factory line. Like I thought it had been around. You hear Alaska Airlines, you think it's been around the country a few times. Yeah. But it was a brand new Boeing jet. And somehow the door flew off.
0: That's not good. Nobody hurt though. Crazy. Yeah. Luckily, because when I get up to go to the bathroom on an airplane, I'll often uh, you're waiting for the person who's in there to finish up, and you're standing right next to the door of the plane, and you kind of you'll look that thing up and down, and and just imagine what a thing
1: ripped off. You look at the red handle, and you have like a weird thought. I should just pull it. Okay, relax.
0: We've all thought it, right? Yeah, it's a
1: weird, intrusive thought.
0: (laughs) That thing's right there. They trust me not to pull that red handle? It would be so easy, Taz. (laughs) Just touch it. Just feel it. Not that you're going to do it. <laughs> no, but you have a weird
1: thought sometimes.
0: Yeah, it's just like how quickly you could change the course of your life by <laughs> pulling that red handle. And a few other people's like, lives. Like, if you're on a balcony and you're really high up, you're like, oh, geez, it would be easy to jump over the balcony. You're I'm not going to ma- do imagine it. Imagine how this party would react if I just jumped off this 3rd <laughs> yeah. store balcony yeah, right that now. That sure would change the course of the evening, wouldn't it? Well, globalnews.ca, headline... Air Canada passenger opens cabin door, falls out of plane at Pearson. Wait, okay, at Pearson. At so wasn't this guy? Okay. The good news is the plane hadn't taken off <laughs> I yet. I
1: pictured him falling onto the tarmac like Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber, where he falls off the runway and he's like, ah!
0: In the most anyway,
1: maybe. Yeah, we don't go. know if it
0: was a he or a she. We don't know anything about the. Hmm. Uh, the passenger, but somebody got on the plane, boarded the aircraft normally, according to uh, officials, and then walked, like, <laughs> got on at the front of the plane, and from what I understand, walked to the back of the plane and just opened the door and fell out <laughs> onto the, the tarmac. Uh, police say they're working with the airline and uh, they're trying to determine the immediate needs for the person who was in in duress when uh, they were were
1: found. Now, in that person's defense, because they fell out after, maybe they thought that inflatable
0: slide automatically inflates when you hit the emergency handle. Yeah. Two days after we just talked about it, grabbed the red handle and actually did it. Way to go, us. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully they weren't listening to our show. I don't want to hear that they got the idea from Taz and Jim. Mm. And hopefully the person is okay and they get any sort of medical attention that they need. Talking about this yesterday on the program, Peterborough, a guy with a baseball bat, tried to rob a store at 2 a.m. around 2, 2.30 in the morning. And the clerk got hit with the baseball bat that the robber had and then was able to wrestle it free and ended up chasing the robber outside and hitting him multiple times with the bat in the head. The guy who attempted the robbery is in hospital. Uh, A lot of people making comments about this story online, they can't believe that the clerk ended up getting charged with aggravated assault for hitting the robber. Mm -hmm. Well... The police chief in Peterborough decided to release this statement. I would not normally release a message of this kind, but the commentary that has taken place following our media release today in relation to a store clerk being charged... Following an attempted robbery is unfair to the men and women of my my organization. They're doing great work in our community. Yes, this case is unusual, but in a world where security cameras are everywhere, do you really think we have not seized and reviewed the footage as part of the investigation prior to laying charges? If you follow anything in the media, you know I cannot speak about particulars of a case when it's before the court. Allow the facts of the case to guide your commentary and opinion, not your reaction to the headline. I have every confidence in my staff. You may not like the police. You may not like my police organization in particular. I can't change your comment on what you believe or what has been done in the past. I wasn't part of the past. I am the present. This is not about politics. Politics have nothing to do with facts. This is not about race, as some have suggested. It's not about the perception that criminals go free Well, victims of a crime are penalized. This is about the law. Okay. That last part seems like it's happening a lot though. That criminals are getting off easy yeah. while people are getting victimized and nothing gets done about it? Yeah, like I understand. In this situation,
1: the guy brought the bat. The guy started it. And, you know, if you got the wrong end of that bat when you bring the bat to the fight, like, it's your own fault. I'm sure this guy went overboard, the clerk, and probably put a whooping on this guy. The man is still alive who got the beating, the the robber. Yeah. So how bad could it have been? I'm not saying it's not bad. Could've it pre- it could
0: have been pretty bad. We, sure. we We don't know the condition of the... The robber, and we haven't seen the videotapes. We we reacted to this yesterday, and we we basically said the same thing. We said, it sucks that someone can attack you with a bat, and then you end up getting charged as well. But this guy does have the defense in court. Yes. I was attacked. It was self-defense. He still may get off from these charges because of so. that.
1: I hope so. And who knows what the what's on the video? I can only imagine. I don't know. I don't care that much
0: if it was a big, vicious beating because it needs to happen. Yeah. And you can't blame the police officers who show up doing their job. They aren't allowed to uh, just say, hey, buddy, uh, you know, when you hit the guy in the head multiple times. They have to follow the rule of law, and they have to do what. It tells them to do. Yeah.
1: Now, if a a guy got robbed and then found out who robbed him and then two days later went over to his house and beat him up with a baseball bat, different story. But in the heat of the moment, you can't, like, you're making uh,
0: irrational decisions when you're in danger and scared. How would would you react in that situation? I agree with most of this, but the fact that it's not about the perception criminals go free while victims of crime are penalized, as you said, more and more you're hearing stories in the news like, what were you telling me, Jim, in, in Montreal, the uh, the police had to say, stop posting videos of porch pirates <laughs> yes. because it infringes on their privacy? Yeah, yeah, because <laughs>
1: that's what people do. Uh, you know, that's why I feel like a lot of people have ring cameras solely so that they can bust people stealing from them. The police uh, chief said that that's a violation of their privacy and that uh, you shouldn't be posting these videos. Oh, some charges. Provincial police are urging Quebecers to not post those clips online because
0: they say there could be a case for defamation.
2: You cannot post the images yourself because you have to remember that in Canada we have a presumption of innocence and posting that picture could be a violation of private life.
0: Instead, he says if anything is stolen, call 911.
2: If you get some proof that somebody might have stolen something, then call the police give the proof to the police, and then we'll do the, the investigation. We'll, br- we'll bring that person to justice, and we'll file some charges.
1: That's from a CTV news story. Mm-hmm. Uh, that last part is the part I disagree with the most. We will find them, and we will bring them to justice. Hopefully. Ideally, and I, also I will defend the, the police in this situation, there's only so many resources they have. How much time and effort can they put into investigating something that's under $100 stolen, like, and you don't have a license plate on camera? What could they possibly do no. about the situation? So, but,
0: but just like the bad thing. If you're going to walk up to somebody, if you walk onto my property and I catch you on my ring camera, haven't you surrendered your right to privacy the second you stepped onto my property to commit a crime? Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. And again, it's not the police's fault. Yeah. It's the law. And it's weird
1: because you can go into public and anybody can film you in public, you know what I mean? And and post that video, whatever. I guess they can't accuse you of a crime. But if you find somebody on your porch and they're picking up a package and you (laughs) haven't on video. Where's the defamation? The video speaks for itself.
0: Yeah, so if a porch pirate steals a package from you, do not post the video online. Maybe just get out the baseball bat. (laughs) You're going to get in trouble either way. (laughs) The clerk who defended himself after wrestling a baseball bat away from a robber. He had been hit with the bat by the robber, got it away, uh, followed the guy outside, and then hit the the robber a few more times, was charged with aggravated assault. Robber was charged as well, but people uh, seemed to be upset online that the clerk was charged. Now, the chief of the Peterborough police came out and said, whoa, 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 you guys don't know all the facts here. We do. We had to lay the charges because it's the law. Uh, But there is some frustration from people who feel like victims are getting punished, not necessarily in this case, but more or as much as criminals are. And we've got some comments here on the phone. Go ahead.
2: I do know that under Canadian law that you are allowed to protect yourself until you no longer feel threatened. I am allowed, by law, to protect myself until I am no longer threatened. So if that means knocking him out, knocking a few teeth out of his head, breaking his jaw, whatever it is, until he can no longer assault me, so be it.
0: Yeah, I've always found it strange that if somebody breaks into your house... We know down in the United States, someone breaks in your house, you you can shoot them. In certain
1: states, for sure. Right. Stand your
0: ground law. Stand your ground. But here, it's like, well, they came into your house and you shot them, but they only had a crowbar. So you should have defended yourself with a crowbar, not a gun. It, It seems a little strange. Again, does somebody who decides to commit a crime, violent or not, not surrender some of their rights when they make that decision. We got another one here. AJ is on the line. Now, AJ, you've got a bit of a a background in security and law enforcement.
2: Yeah. So uh, basically in Canada, there's a use of force continuum, right? And it applies to police and citizens as well. Um, So basically... As soon as the store clerk was hit in the head, right, he's allowed to repel the attack with as much force as necessary, right? And that was what that gentleman was just saying. You know, if you happen to knock his teeth in, you get the bat from him. But as soon as that guy turned around and started to run away, your use of force goes way down. You're, you you know, even if you ra- even if you ran up and tried to hit the guy in the base in the knee with a baseball bat, right. you're liable for any excess of force that was required. If he tackled him and, and held him there for police to get there, perfect, right? No charges at all but as soon as you get malicious or you get revenge you know you, that, or, or you know same with police if they hit you with a baton twice and well, you fall what, what up, if, if and if we don't know we time, don't know but let's, let's,
0: let's do a hypothetical here the guy sure. as he's running out of the store says i'm going to get a gun and i'm coming back here and you're gonna get it what if that happened then he follows
2: him out hits him with a bat No, it still falls under the same thing. I mean, there's another crime committed, and you'd have to let the police investigate that. But uh, you know, I
1: I feel like I understand the law, and I understand he's being charged. I just strongly disagree with it. And in the heat of the moment, dude, if you you get what you deserve, like you you brought the fire on yourself. And I totally understand the law, and I understand why it needs to be there, and why you can't just have vigilante justice taking over. But there seems to be a trend where this is getting worse. It's been this way my whole life. It's been a constant joke where some breaks in your house, they fall on the knife. They sue the homeowner. You know what I mean? It's been a constant, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, a thing that people have been rolling their eyes at. But this is just a great example,
2: well, and, and that's civil, right? And civil court is completely different. There's less of a burden of proof in civil court, and that's where that Quebec story is coming in, where he says you're opening yourself up to defamation. Defamation isn't a criminal charge; it's a civil thing, right? So, okay, um, and I, I mean. There is something called, you know, if somebody's on your ports, they don't have an expectation of privacy. You can record them all you want, right? I don't know where he's where he's coming up with that, uh, you know. But he's when you, it's when when you why accuse
0: them of committing it? a crime. Yeah, that's why he doesn't. He doesn't I mean, want to come out and say. No, this is why you, you post know, it, video real... you "Has
1: anybody seen my friend? I'm trying to get a hold of them." So like you don't <laughs> accuse them of the crime, but it's blatant <laughs> what they're doing. I'm just a package
2: yeah, inspector. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Potentially, maybe they were confused. Maybe they thought it was their house. You I to be
0: right. careful when you tell people you're a package inspector. <laughs> what is, what just is inspecting random 100%. packages. What are you smirking about, Jim? Oh, I just saw a story. Sorry.
1: It's, it's, here are some of the funniest rejected Ontario license plates of 2023. And I just... <laughs> We love these stories every time. You got distracted. Yeah, I did. I'm sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, sorry. I, I'm sorry. I was just trying to do a radio show with you. I didn't realize you were reading an article. I, I was on, listening. I was I was sorting through own. some stories
1: that we hadn't talked about, and I just I couldn't help but, but laugh.
0: Is there some good ones there? Or you want to save that sure. for later? Yeah we, yeah, we got time. Let's do it here. The first one they show is... Uh, so this is rejected Ontario yes. license plates. You know, you can't just put anything yeah. on a license plate. There's a number of... Uh, categories, like sexual nature, yeah. uh, vulgarity, whatever. Yeah. Violence, religion, yeah. sort of stuff that you can't put on license plates.
1: And it appears as if the OPP are actually going back and confiscating vanity license plates that maybe now are are like, uh, now that there's new rules. Because this one, the OPP confiscated this license plate from 2019, and it's just Mr. Sexy. <laughs> Mr. Space
0: Johnson. Sexy,
1: that guy Mr. when that came in the Sexy. mail. Sexy. Oh, that is so funny. Uh, so here's <laughs> some of the ones that got... I
0: want to know what kind of car Mr. Sexy was driving. If it was uh, an Econoline van, then maybe I understand why they confiscated yeah. this. <laughs> it's kind of creepy, yeah, Mr. Yeah. Sexy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so here's the ones that got rejected here. Dead to me. With a uh-huh. l- number two, that doesn't seem that bad. But the word "dead" must be the I don't know. "Kiss my gas." I mean, Far. come on. They spell "kiss" with one "s" to make it work. But what is wrong with that? That's not vulgarity. "Kiss my gas." It's a good quality pun. Uh, "Suck it" was rejected. <laughs> "Go suck it" also rejected. <laughs> "You dot ugly." "My dot ass" also not accepted. Uh, "Mr. Krabs. With a spell, with a, uh, a k, not allowed. Uh, Mr. Crab. So this is this falls under sexual meaning and eliminatory functions. So are they talking like an STD? They're, they're talking about
0: yeah, your pubic hair has been overrun.
1: P- pretty ignorant towards our crab friends out there. Exactly. There's plenty of crabs. What if
0: you are from the Maritimes? and uh, you... You're a lobster fisherman or something. You're a, lobster yeah, guy, you, you a crab fisherman. You work in the shellfish fisherman. industry.
1: What if you're just a big Spongebob fan? Because Cra- it's spelled K crab with a K, like Krabby Patty. Come on. Mm. Come on, guys. Got to poop, Taz. Sorry, not
0: available. <laughs> Is it still a valid excuse for speeding <laughs> if you get pulled over, though? <laughs> Somebody last year... <laughs> the, guy, the guy gets pulled over. His license plate's got to poop. He just points Hey. This is why I was being jacked <laughs> Yeah, it's
1: an issue. Because like, not only last year did somebody try to, to get got to poop, also gotta poop was also rejected. So it's a common idea out there. <laughs> so those are the top. Dime bag also, that's the drug run. Dime yeah. bag, high side, Satan 666, not allowed. Hate you, also not good. <laughs>
0: uh, the, 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 the gas one, though. Kiss my gas. Kiss my gas. That's fun. Lighten up. Mm-hmm. Service Ontario. Congratulations to Toronto. They're number three in the world, Jim. Oh, for what? Slowest traffic. (laughs) I'm I'm surprised it's only third. Uh, Toronto area motorists, world-class traffic headache, new study, third slowest uh, moving traffic on the planet. Typically takes 29 minutes for drivers to cover 10 kilometers in Toronto. Man. 29 minutes to go 10 kilometers. Weirdly enough, I'd rather spend
1: an hour driving and traveling, you know, 80 kilometers, and it
0: feels less frustrating than taking a half an hour and driving 10 kilometers. Uh, the number one slowest traffic in the world is London, not Ontario, England. Mm. 37 minutes, 20 seconds to cover 10 kilometers over there. It's pretty tightly packed over there, so you probably see a lot more. Ireland was second with 29 minutes, 30 seconds, and then Milan was fourth behind Toronto with 28 minutes, 50 seconds to go 10 kilometers. Hmm. I was just talking to a friend about how nice it is to... Ride a moped in Milan? (laughs) <laughs> How nice it is Like that's why they ride the mopeds over there because you can weave in and out of the cars, right? Sure, yeah, yeah. You're getting getting where you need to be a lot faster. Or just like leaving for
1: the airport at four a.m. instead of six a.m. and just getting there. Like driving through Toronto during peak traffic is a nightmare. It stresses me out to the max.
2: Yeah,
0: I can't. I can't handle. I could never live in Toronto. Well, good morning to everyone listening as they cruise. Well, can you even say cruise when you're only covering 10 kilometers in 29 minutes? I don't think so. If you're in your car right now in that wonderful third slowest in the world <laughs> Toronto traffic, thanks for listening to Taz and
2: Jim.